A From Dublin to Cleveland production. The jingle's back! And so you know what that means. Logan's back, baby! Woo! So glad to see everybody, hear everybody. Uh, I am so excited to be back. Uh, but even better, I'm here, which means... Brendan's here too. Hi, Brendan. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the uh, far less enthusiastic host is uh, still here today. Good to be with you all again. <laughs> I will not be speaking the way he just did. <laughs> My neighbors might not appreciate that. Oh, it's too much camp ministry. You just have to have this level of excitement that is not normal. <laughs> <laughs> or real. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to uh, From Dublin to Cleveland. Brendan has done an admirable, amazing job in my absence, um, has roasted plenty of people and uh, given you plenty of Irish stories. So hopefully you've been entertained. Um, but I am back for hopefully the foreseeable future. Uh, we shall see, um, Lord willing, and something crazy and I die or something like that. But I will be here as long as the Lord allows. So uh, we are getting very close to 100 episodes, which I am very excited about. This is episode 93, I believe, including Brendan's uh, awesome well done episodes in between. So we're episode 93, seven to go. We're also coming up on our two year anniversary, which is also really exciting. Um, so with all that being said, Brendan has our sponsor today. So Brendan, who is sponsoring our podcast today? Yes, hey there, fellow puzzle enthusiasts. You know what's worse than stepping on a Lego? crappy cardboard jigsaw puzzles. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Wongo Puzzles. These things are the real deal, folks. Each puzzle is a masterpiece cut out of real wood with stunning designs and unique shapes that will challenge and delight you. And they come with all the pieces guaranteed, which helps, obviously. <laughs> They're 100% wooden puzzles, so they last forever. Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some whimsy pieces as well. They also come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. With stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo Puzzles really is a cut above the rest. Logan bought and did the snow globe puzzle, and uh, he only had good things to say about it. So if you would like to get your hands on one, make sure to use our promo code from Dublin to Cleveland to get 10% off as a discount price when you are hitting that shopping cart icon. That's from Dublin to Cleveland when you are at the shopping section to get 10% off your first order. So uh, yeah, let's get back to the video. All right, so uh, you guys probably all wanna know what's going on. As you can see, my background is not orange, so I am not home. I am still out on the island, uh, living the island life. Uh, you can probably also see I'm a lot darker than I was 
two months ago. I have gotten a lot of sun, which has been really good. Um, so, uh, I think Brendan also did something last week where he went through like a, a bunch of questions that may or may not get you found out by the IRS or get all of your bank accounts rated, but apparently I need to do it the same thing so I can get my bank accounts rated as well. So Brendan, what are these questions? And I will answer them, uh, in however order you want to ask them. <laughs> <laughs> that question started off so well, and then we get to however order. <laughs> He's just been away from civilization for too long, people. His grammar has gone to the dogs. Pretty much, All yeah. right, Broski. I was not expecting that background music. <laughs> Take three. How old are you? I am 27 years old. Yes, and indeed, for Logan's birthday... The Lord was impressing on me all that week to send him a cheeky text. And I just thought to myself, ah no, he's on another island, I'll let him settle in. And I couldn't think of the significance of the week, I just knew that I was supposed to reach out to him. And it only dawned to me then two weeks ago, his birthday had been in May. <laughs> but it wasn't too bad, his grandparents had also forgotten by about four weeks. They did, uh, yeah. I think he probably just spoke at Patmos so much, we just forgot he actually has a life outside of that island. Um, <laughs> where are you from, specifically? Uh, so I am from Grafton, Ohio. Uh, not born there, but I was raised there for most of my life. Interesting, and where were you born? I the was IRS born in over. The IRS depends on it, as does my bank account. I was born in Oberlin, Ohio, which is not far from Grafton. And did you move to Grafton as a wee lad, or you're like born in one town but have always lived in the other? I was born in Oberlin, and then we lived in the Grange, and then we I moved not long after to Grafton. So I've probably been in Grafton over 15 years at least wow very good there's an area very near me also called the grange <laughs> what is your relationship status and don't say your relationship with jesus i already used that joke last week uh i am currently single as a pringle currently. that's looking to mingle with chris kringle <laughs> Indeed. Cut out the last bit. A, a Cut single out the last Christian bit. lady. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Uh, I got my degree in accounting, but I am currently a camp program director. So my job is to uh, facilitate campers having a great time. And also punishing them and yelling at them when needed. <laughs> I'd say the, the punishing and the yelling, it's pretty fun actually. It's quite the power rush. It is. It's quite fun. Taking things away from people and then yelling at them because they did the thing, that is very fun. <laughs> <laughs> As a teacher, I can confirm that. <laughs> Do you have any pets? 
campers aside, I, of course. Yeah, I have zero pets. My sister has a dog that is um, to put in a uh, very uh, succinct way. He's a butt. Um, not a very nice dog. He is very selfish and only wants you to love him when he wants not. He's very much cat-esque. He's a cat-esque dog. I think is the best way to put it. Wow. Okay, I've never heard of that kind of attributes or description. That's, that's interesting. It's good. <laughs> well, not good for you, I suppose. No. Um, what is your favorite food? My favorite food is popcorn and steak. Not together, but I love both almost equally. <laughs> what do you get on your popcorn when you're at the cinema? Or at Salt? home? Salt and butter. Salt and butter. That's it. I am a pure. I am a purist. A popcorn purist. <laughs> Have you ever had marshmallow or candy floss popcorn? I've had it. It's good, but I don't consider it popcorn. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Um, what is your favorite movie? Although I know for you it's a franchise. Yeah, it's of course Star Wars. Um, specifically, if I have to pick one, it's probably um, either Episode 5 or Episode 3. Um, both of them are very good for different reasons and for different things, but I love those two specifically. Note of that, friends, he did not say Disney Star Wars. He said mm -hmm. actual Star Wars. And now he's about to blow it up in his face. Uh, what's your favorite TV show? <laughs> Andor, which is a Disney Star Wars show, but it's good. Watch it. <laughs> I've heard it's actually brilliant, but just no one watched it because Disney just shot them in themselves in the foot so much. The other Star Wars tribe to turn yeah. But it was, uh... it was glorious television. Really well done. Okay. Hmm. It's like, remember that character from that movie, and you can't remember his name, or the movie's name? Yeah, well, he's in it. <laughs> yes. Cassian Andor. Sure, him. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite song? Uh, my currently, my favorite song, because this changes not daily, not weekly, but pretty regularly. Um, okay. Currently, my favorite song is Made For This by uh, Carrollton. Um, and it's basically just a song about how you're made for what you're doing. And I genuinely feel that, that God has given me the abilities and talents for what I'm doing. Um, and it gets me hype and ready for, uh, for my days when I don't always like, you know, or, or have rougher days. Um, it reminds me of <clears throat> that I was built for this. I would just like to clarify there, guys, when Logan says... You're built for what you're doing. He's referring to your job or destiny. Not if you have you know, a porn addiction or a drug addiction, okay? He's not excusing sin. This is a Christian podcast. <laughs> Are you an introvert it's, or an extrovert? It's sad, it's sad that he has to, like, clarify that. But you're right. That, that There is some clarification there. We have enemies out there in the body of Christ. And if we don't, we someday will. And they're going to take a cut of this video. And they're going to shame you because of it. I had to That's, give that to I, I appreciate that. At least put it in context. <laughs> it's sad that you have to, but I get it. Anyway, your question well, that you were going to ask. 
Introvert or extrovert? Uh, I used to say introvert, very extroverted. Um, uh, I don't think you get into camp ministry or do those kind of things if you're not very heavily extroverted. Um, there are some introverts that do it and they do pretty well with it, but like to be in the position I'm at, you have to be extroverted and you have to like people and being around people and get energy from being around people, which I genuinely do. Um, so it's, it's been a good terrible. Start that. <laughs> what is your biggest fear? Um, drowning, because I can't swim. <laughs> he says living on an island. Living on an island. Yeah, where there's literally monsoons every Wednesday. <laughs> Moving on. That's between you and Jesus. What are your future goals or aspirations? Um, my future goals are to either be a youth pastor or a senior pastor. Um, or to be an executive director at a camp. Um, I think both are achievable and I can see God using me to work in either way. Um, but until God gives me direction and opens doors in that way, um, I'm just going to keep serving him in camp ministry and we'll see what God does from there. That's my, uh, Interesting. Nice answer. my plan for life. Okay, do you believe in astrology or horoscopes? Or as I call them, horror-scopes? No, I do not believe in it. It's garbage, trash, burn it with fire. Save yourself some money. Yeah. Um, have you ever been in a serious relationship? Again, don't say with Jesus. I'm pretty sure I used that line last week. So... Are we talking with a girl, or are we talking with, like, just friendships? Because I'm assuming it's with a girl in a romantic relationship, and I've never been in a serious relationship. Um, but as you all know, I have been friends with Brendan for a long time, and we get very serious sometimes, so. <laughs> Ooh, give an example of what constitutes us getting serious. Hmm. Do you remember that time when I, when we, we had like a disagreement where we almost like broke our friendship over, <laughs> it was like... I was wondering if you're going to bring that up, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it was over the most dumbest thing. I was accidentally saying something that he didn't want told and uh, he got really upset with me and I was really worried because the, oh, the only times that people had been that angry with me were like girls when I have like said I didn't agree theologically with them and they got really upset and angry and I never talked to them again so I was very worried <laughs> <laughs> yes I have this little policy friends where uh, very few people are given license to speak into my personal life and Logan took it upon himself to think he was one of those people and uh Oh, I was fuming. <laughs> but didn't we become so much closer after that tiff, though? Yep. It was very serious, but it was taken care of. It was, it was. And things instantly improved tenfold. Um, what's your favorite thing about yourself? Um, probably my loyalty. Um, I'm pretty loyal to the end. Uh, I... I'm very loyal if I'm wronged or I'm 
or people have been disrespectful or rude to me, then my loyalty does go away. Um, and I'm very quick to like flip on them, but uh, I am also very loyal to them regardless and still treat them well. Um, but I just don't have that as close connection as I did before. So, um, but I'm a very loyal person. I don't like to just leave or quit. And just like that, Logan mentions connection and suddenly loses his internet connection. That is what you call fascinating timing, friends. <laughs> oh, you're back. Yes, I'm back. It was gas. You had just said something about, you know, losing connection and then you lost your connection. <laughs> Wow, pretty ironic there. <laughs> I'm just thinking, maybe before I go, your plans via pass, or maybe tap into that prophetic anointing you seem to have, uh, but no one's yet confirmed or, or called out of you. I'm glad you I said. Am, I'm right. glad you said. I'm glad you said prophetic and not pathetic, because there's a difference there. <laughs> Sometimes there isn't a difference. Sometimes there. <laughs> they can coexist. <laughs> uh, do you have any siblings? I have one sibling. She is my younger sister. Uh, she's four years younger than me. Um, and she is awesome. I love, I love her. She's great. Um, she's one of my closest friends and um, somebody who I can go to with any problem and an encouragement and give me the truth that I need to hear. So, my younger sister, I have one. Aww. Big shout out to her, that's awesome. And what is your favorite childhood memory? Um, so, my favorite childhood memory is going putt-putt with my friends. Ironically, um, this has to do with my sister because she didn't get to go. She was very upset and uh, was crying about it, but I was like, no, nope, we can't take her. And it's my birthday, and I remember it. Um, uh, I had a great time at it, um, but my sister still remembers it as the time that she didn't get to go to, to my birthday party. <laughs> Is it that you had this idea that it was like an all-boys club, and you didn't want your younger sister making you look yep. uncool? Yeah. But... Thankfully, that every time she brings it up, it's it's not a bad memory. I enjoy that memory um, because, like, from that we we started getting a lot closer and um, we kind of fixed our brother sister relationship to where now we have a really good relationship. So I'm glad. Well, I think you have passed your IRS inspection. <laughs> I don't even know what the IRS is. I'm just, I'm just throwing out words that I assume exempt to Americans. <laughs> and uh, happy days. Nice one. It was quite interesting asking me lots of questions to which I already knew the answer. Pretending I was surprised. Like, oh my goodness, your sister, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, sure, look, let's talk about something a little bit more contemporary then. Obviously. Uh, it has not been lost in our audience that you pulled a no-show there uh, for quite a while. So, um, where have you been? Um, so I am currently on an island uh, in the middle of the Great Lakes, uh, specifically Lake Erie. 
Um, it is a 30-minute ferry ride from um, the mainland to here. So you have 30 minutes to collect your thoughts, and then, boom, you're at camp. Um, so there's a bit of a drive to get to where you need to be, but it's basically a 30-minute ferry ride, so you kind of just do that. I ride the ferry about, I think I counted it to be... 49 or sorry 56 times at minimum during the summer because um, i go twice a week um and so and then there's a bunch of other times too so it kind of just like compounds itself um but yeah so I've, I've ridden the ferry a lot um actually it's four times a week sorry um so yeah riding a lot of ferry rides so it's about somewhere in the 50 range um and it's quite a good time um I really enjoyed it. So I work as a program director, like I said earlier. So we get anywhere from 30 to 80 kids a week from different ranges from like uh, 10 years old up to 18 years old. And they come and uh, spend a week here and we try to impart God's word into their lives and in their hearts and help them to have a good time, a fun time. We take them on boats and um, basically uh, serve them for an entire week so that they can have a good time and also teach them things both spiritually um, and how to grow as men and women um, into into that, into being good followers of Christ. So uh, it's been it's a really rewarding time. We've had 25 salvations so far this summer, which has been amazing. Um, and we don't, we can't keep track of all the people that like have just grown in their faith, but that's probably in the hundreds um, that have just grown uh, just from being here. So God has been doing some really awesome things and I've really enjoyed being here. That is amazing, particularly 25 salvations. Praise God. Yeah. Um, okay, you said that you enjoyed it here. What is it that you enjoy? Give us some highlights. Tell us some of the good sure. times. Um, so I really, I think my favorite part is the staff we have this summer. Um, from almost, from pretty much top to bottom, it is like people who genuinely love kids and love God. And you can see that in every single person who works here and you can see how they're, they sacrifice and how they serve. And um, the people under me are extremely easy to lead. Um, there are people, of course, like, I, I was part of this last year and there were issues from top to bottom and and like all over the place um in just drama and all that stuff and that has not even been an issue this year um, it's kind of amazing once you get more strong leadership into place and then it just that kind of just stops um but uh it's been quite a great summer i love each and every person under me and those around me there i consider them my brothers and sisters and serving with them has been awesome um, on weekends we hang out we play games um we watch movies. We're going to watch a movie tonight. Um, and we just build really deep friendships. Um, and I guess some of the highlights, we've gotten to go on some uh, night hikes uh, and downpouring in the rain, walking to go try and see the stars, but then it just rains on you and get drenched and it's amazing. Um, and uh, some really good night hikes where we've gotten to see the stars. Um, and uh, just really good bonding time between people here on staff. Um, I'm kind of 
uh, I have some age on a lot of them, so I'm kind of like their uncle slash older brother who gets to like walk them through things. Um, had some really good counseling sessions, uh, and I'm not—I don't consider myself a uh, a biblical counselor, but you know the Holy Spirit's inside, so you can you can do those kind of things, and mm-hmm. um, God can speak through those moments. So those have been. Um, really cool to see some issues that coming into camp or some issues of people who have had issues with each other that I've been able to like help them work together and get back on the same page and it's been really cool so um, that's kind of a long-winded answer but it's really the staff have been really go- cool to work with and have, have blessed my heart to see them serve Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, well, despite all those good times, let's be honest, being stuck in an island with Christians must at times drive you crazy. So mm. it's not all idyllic. What are some of the challenges you've encountered and some of the solutions that you have offered or been given to fix those challenges? I think that would really help uh, our audience, especially those currently serving. Yep in uh, church communities or who would like to in the future? Um, I think one of the things you quickly realize just in working with people is not everybody thinks the same way. Um, And so like some of the people that I've gotten to work with this summer who I've worked really closely with, they don't think the same way that I do. They like very much the, the best way to describe it is like you go into a situation and you have to make a decision on what you're gonna do. And this person, like, I go this way because I'm like, this makes sense to me logically. And the other person goes this way and they're like, this makes sense to me logically. And so um, both, neither the, neither situation, neither choice is wrong. It's not a right or wrong question, choice. It's just, this is what I think would work and this is what I think would work. And you'll, you're gonna run into that in your lives. You're gonna run that into it with people. And it's how, how do you rectify those? Um, I think having a willing heart to not always have to have it your way really helps because then you can say okay well we're gonna do it your way and we're gonna we're gonna see how it goes and you know i'll accept the responsibility for me making that choice to serve yours um and you know when that's working well and supposed to be working well when when you're on the same page you should both be doing that very frequently when you have two different mindsets that doesn't always happen um but having that heart to submit or not, maybe not submit to the other person, but like um, to choose what they do and let them have their way uh, instead of just saying, nope, we're doing it my way. You have to do it my way every time. Um, And being that command that um, at times that's our right to do it, but it's not necessarily the best way to do that. Um, So, you're going to have different people who think differently and being able to still serve them and love them, even though they may disagree or they may not even appreciate you the way you feel like you need to be appreciated. Um, you can still serve them and you can still love them regardless. So, yeah, it's, there's been some challenges with that. There's been some rough patches and there's been some disagreements when one person goes this way and one person goes this way. And, you know, maybe somebody's more relational and the other person is more, let's get our task done and be done with it, there can be that tension there. And that can build and build, especially if you don't try and get on the same page. 
Um, and so one of the things that's been really helpful is having people in charge and leadership over me who understand the difference between the two and making sure there's as best as they can do that the pages are similar. Um, so yeah, God has done some some work in that and work in my heart in how to deal with people who just think differently than you. They're not wrong, but they just have a different thought process. But yeah, that's, that's my answer to the question, Brendan. Next question. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Well, working with children is awesome. Children are absolutely fantastic. Uh, super adorable, super cute, very, very creative. But uh, rumor has it, they are also master bribers. Ah, uh, yes. I wonder if you so, could perhaps uh, one of the things that. that we do is we have cabin cleanups every day. And so um, sometimes they give us candy and that, that stuff, but we very much stress writing notes to the staff. And so writing encouraging things to encourage the staff. Um, so they've written tons of wild things. Um, to other people and they they go up on our camper quote wall and it's quite hilarious all the camper quotes but they have written a select choice number of ones to me and i'll read out some of them and we'll get brendan's reactions and i'd love to hear your brent your reactions at home um as well as brendan's so the first one says dear logan bananas are awesome and those banana shorts are rad <laughs> oh i do I do wear. You don't shorts. honestly wear banana shorts, do you? you I have will. To hold them up to I will the send a picture so it. he can put it in the video. Go for it. I can wait. <laughs> yeah, after you get off the island, no, 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 it's your no, nearest I, TK I Maxx and buy them, a pair. I just don't have them on me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have so, yeah, the, there's. This is not the first time the banana That's, shorts will be mentioned. Um, here's another one that says, thank you, Logan, for being the best. I don't say what I'm the best at, but I'm just the best. <laughs> That's too ambiguous. Two, That's Logan, not a bananas rule. I know. I know they do. <laughs> I know there's a common uh, This one here. says, uh, I like your banana pants. But they don't know how to spell like or your. They spelled it like L I K K, and then your is U R banana pants. So I I am banana pants apparently. Like <laughs> <laughs> I epitomize. This one bananas. is totally from a girl's cabin. This so one of the things banana that you learn at camp is that apparently nice. middle school girls are madly in love with me. I'm not sure why. It's kind of weird, but this is one of the notes from them that says, "Dear Logan, you look no. so cool on the slip and slide yesterday, and you're so 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 nice." <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh my goodness. You see, back in the day when I was at church camp, the Christian girls, the ones you had to watch out for, because they would come out with things <laughs> ten times more X-rated than that. But, uh, nice. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's tame. tame. Yeah. That's tame. Maybe it was written by this a ten-year-old. This one of Who my knows? former campers. Logan, thank you for being my cancelar and always being there. 
Mm. <laughs> okay, do they misspell chancellor as in prime minister of Germany or like as chancellor in as in you cancel something? Counselor. Or a really, really bad really attempt at chancellor. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd need like a therapist All or right, counselor. I'm now down to my final three. These are my, my favorite three. Logan. You are as strong as a bull. Guys. Yes. <laughs> uh, I believe that when I see it. What, what was it you had been moving and or lifting to get such a... Not a thing. A, a, a seemed remark. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like you lifted my yeah, thousand like the same way a bull lifts a wagon. All right, okay. this one. Um, <laughs> so they don't know how to spell hat. They're talking about my like specific hat that I wear, um, and they spelled it with an e on the end. So instead of right. hat, it's hate. Um, so I will, uh, it, but hate. it makes it all the more funny. So it says, Logan, I love your outfit. That Green Bay hate is the best. Shine bright right. this year. <laughs> I would refer to that as a Freudian yeah. slip. They may possibly actually hate the hat, and uh, maybe what you mistook for mistake. Maybe, maybe they do hat. think I hate the hat that I was wearing. I don't know, uh, but this one genuinely was the funniest one because this camper said it to me in to my face, but they also wrote me a note about it, and that was that's what made this this funny. Logan, I hope you love God as much as you love bananas. Have Hi. a nice summer. <laughs> I'm beginning to question since God only came up once and bananas came up, what was that, four or five times? <laughs> right. I responded I with, people I responded with what there. can I say? It's so God, what bananas, will. and everyone else. <laughs> I don't know if I want to respond to that, but okay. Uh, well, anyway, hopefully that's a small glimpse into what my summer has been. Um, Brendan, what do we have for God's uh, have from God's word today? Ooh, well, today we've got a cheeky passage mm -hmm. from the longest chapter in the Bible, Psalm 119. It goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on, on forever. So basically, if ever you open the Bible at random, you're going to open it on Psalm 119. It's that long. <laughs> so we're going to look at verses 1 to 8. Everyone's currently opening their Bibles like, I'm going to do this, or... Okay, Jen. So it says, Joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. Joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. They do not compromise with evil and they walk only in his paths. You have charged us to keep your commandments carefully. Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decrees. Then I will not be ashamed when I compare my life with your commands. 
as I learn your righteous regulations, I will thank you by living as I should. I'll obey your decrees. Please don't give up on me. So you'll notice that there's a pattern throughout those eight verses, looking at God's decrees, his regulations, his calls to obedience. So Logan, I know Psalm 119 is quite close to your heart and before you abandoned our podcasting family to go serve nameless, faceless, spiritual orphans on an island, uh, which only antagonizes your water phobia. You actually taught on Psalm 119. Is there anything that you can recall or since learned that you think yeah, might uh, uh, unpack you know, those I eight verses? I think the big key thing is verse two, and mine says, seeks him with your whole heart. Um, like okay. that's the crux of the Bible. That is the crux mm. of, you know, following after God is you have to yeah. seek him with your whole heart. It has to be all heart or nothing. Um, because really the, the thing, you know, God doesn't delight in just our sacrifices. He delights in our hearts that are willing to sacrifice for him. Um, and he really wants us to choose him and to love him. Um, I read in my devotions earlier this week, and it was a different passage and everything, but it talked about how um, the most dangerous group of people are not those that are completely rebellious to God's word. They're actually the ones that have no soul in their preaching, no soul in their teaching, no soul in their being a part of the church. They are functional Christians, but they don't have the heart behind it. They're dead inside. Um, whitewashed tombs, as Jesus would call them, as he called the Pharisees. Um, those are the most dangerous people because they know everything about the Bible. They know everything about God. Even if you have debates or topics about them, they can talk about it, but their heart isn't changed. And so um, one of the things that we talked about, um, we have every week a man night where we talk to all the men and the girls get talked to as well. Um, but we kind of just challenge them to grow in their faith. And um, basically the way, the way it worked this week was we went for their hearts. We want your hearts and your desires to be on God. We want you to choose him, seek him with your whole heart, um, follow his commandments because his precepts will bless us. Um, my verses say bless, Brendan say give you joy um, or joyful, but it makes your life better. Your life is better off when you follow God's word and you follow his pattern. When you reject his pattern, like many of the world are doing now, they are going for homosexuality. They're going for women over men. They're going for um, flipping the whole thing where nature, you know, um, nature and all the things about nature and um, global warming and all this stuff. Nature is number one. Nature is God. And then, then when nature is God, then you, of course, you have feminist next, then you have man. And then you have God, and that's not God's order of things. It's God, man, woman, nature. We are supposed to be over nature. We are in control of nature. We are not to be subjugated to nature. Um, and so God has given us the place to be, to have dominion, to, to follow his precepts, to follow all of his rules, and not to be ashamed by them. A lot of people, that's the other part that I'll pull out here, um, and then I'll leave the rest for Brendan, but there are a lot of Christians that are ashamed of being a Christian. They're ashamed of being, of following God, that 
you know, if I say I'm a Christian, I'm going to be laughed at, scoffed, um, you know, maybe thought of less than. And I mean, there are Christians who have, that's always been a thing. There's always been persecution for being a Christian. So we shouldn't be ashamed of, of following his words. We shouldn't be afraid, be afraid of what other people are going to do to us. We should be focused on the all-powerful, almighty, all-loving, all-knowing God and serving him. And he calls us to go out into the world and to share the gospel, not to be ashamed of it, not to hide our lights under a bushel, but to show it for the whole world. And so that's one of the things that we try and challenge um, campers um, and as well as staff and all those people to that's what you're doing here is you're uncovering, you're, you're showing your light that God has put inside of each and every one of us when we've accepted Christ. And we're not supposed to be ashamed of it. We're supposed to boldly proclaim God's word everywhere we go. Um, and if we did, if we all started doing that, like we know we're supposed to be, what's God going to do in our, in our little grocery markets, in our towns, in our families, um, in those kind of places? If we start truly sharing the gospel like God wants us to, God can change the world through us. Um, he can do some amazing things of bringing people back to God. So one of the things that we're lacking in our day and age is people who follow God. We, we don't have that. It's not a thing. We are living in basically judges time where there's a few good men and the rest of people are just sinning and living the way they want. And we need to, we need to change that. We need to start choosing to follow God, putting our whole heart into him and not being ashamed of his word and what his Bible says and what his commandments are. Because they are worth standing for and they're worth fighting for. Well, Brendan, I'll turn it back over to you. You can close us out. That's powerful. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, we do live in days of incredible deception. We live in days when the World Economic Forum, and of you who don't know who they are, they're basically wannabe antichrists. Um, want to use artificial intelligence to rewrite the Bible, the, as they put it, the first true, authentic, without any mistakes version of the Bible. Some of you might be listening to that and thinking, that's ridiculous, my Bible's fine. Not in their opinion. We've got pastors who are currently using artificial intelligence to write their sermons, rather than studying the word, interrogating the word, and using uh, their <laughs> spiritual ears to listen to the voice of Holy Spirit, what you would have them speak to their congregants. We've got a one-world religion at the moment, and just like Logan mentioned, nature. Um, they do treat nature as God. We had imbeciles in Israel not so very long ago um, who sent an Israeli up Mount Sinai with ten commandments that were not God, Yahweh-based. They were nature-based promises onto a nature goddess. And those of you might be old enough to remember um, when the Empire State Building was lit up a few years ago, with all those demonic faces, um, I believe Kali 
was the goddess they worshipped. Kali is the goddess of death. But the artist said, oh no, that's Mother Nature. So what do you think the plan is, friends? Hello. What do you think they're going to be sacrificing onto their goddess? I think they made it pretty clear. We do not have time to waste as the body of Christ, sitting around, calling sin entertainment. We don't have time to sit around bickering and falling out with absolute and utter nonsense. As Logan said earlier, will people sometimes disagree with you? Yeah. See things differently? Yeah. But God delights when his children live together in harmony. Um, and he pours it a blessing when there is unity. So you find a way to reconcile those differences. Um, and we don't have a time for a church. A church who is yoked to sin, bondage, addiction, and the demonic. God wants a church that is mature, that is strong, that is uncompromising, who is ready to rise up and not hide away in their four-walled building, hoping the lost walk in, but a church that is bold and ready for their community, their towns, their villages, their cities, their nations to be peripheral to the word of God where the word of God is the nucleus and everything else operates around that, mm. rather than hiding away on the fringe, yoked by shame, yeah. by fear and condemnation. So if you are involved in something and you know it's not pleasing to God, it's time to stop. And that might not sound very practical. Maybe you're used to watching sermons to give you no. 10 points to follow. <laughs> In my life, I've just had to come back to those four letters. S-T-O-P, you stop. You seek God's face. You see what pleases him. And you choose righteousness. When it's hard, when it's lonely, when it's inconvenient, when it makes no sense. And there does come a day, and usually it's not too far away, when you find you're actually walking in the divine peace of Holy Spirit, the shalom peace, shalom, shalom. You're at peace with God, you're at peace with others, and you're at peace with yourself, perfect peace, because you're walking on the righteous path. And there's great joy to be found there. And God will put the right people in your world to build you up, to support you, to encourage you, and for you to encourage, and for you to help set up to win, and for you to help break yokes and bonds from their minds and their lifestyles. But there's an, uh, an increased anointing that comes with that when you yourself have owned your zone, rather than allowing yourself to compromise and to be held back at a lower level. God knows the plans he has for you. Good plans, pleasing plans, perfect plans, plans to give you hope and a future. But it's up to you 
whether or not you stepped into those plans. Mm -hmm. Amen. So my prayer for all of you is that you would, whatever it is that's holding you back, holding you down, whether it's sin, evil, or maybe something that was good for a time, but that you've outgrown. A ministry, a certain congregation, a certain set of beliefs, where you're settling for a, a lower or lesser revelation of all God has for you. I pray that you cast off the yoke that so easily entangles and the weights. Because the yoke is bad. The weights aren't always intrinsically bad. But they can still hold you down and keep you from where you need to be. Could be a course, could be a job, could be a relationship. But whatever it is that you just have to look at and say, Silencio Bruno, quoting from that Disney movie, the last good thing they turned out before they all went woke, or stop, or enough is enough, that you would. You'd speak to that situation, you'd break off that yoke, and that you would run run into the purposes and plans of God for your life and find more joy, more peace, more purpose, Amen. more wisdom and more fruitfulness and more revelation of the fullness of who God is. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. So guys, thanks for listening today. We always appreciate you tuning in. We love you all. We pray for you all. If you have any thoughts on the show or you'd like to be on the show uh, or you have any extra questions for Logan regarding his adventures, don't hesitate to let us know at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. Goodbye for today.